Now let the words of our mouths and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our Rock and our Redeemer. Amen. Our scripture readings for today come from the New Revised Standard Version Bible. Our reading for today comes from the Gospel according to John, chapter 14, verses 1 through 21. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house there are many dwelling places. If it were not so, would I have told you that I go to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and take you to myself, so that where I am, there you may be also. And you know the way to the place where I am going. Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you are going. How can we know the way? Jesus said to him, I am the way, and the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you know me, you will know my Father also. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. Philip said to him, Lord, show us the Father and we will be satisfied. Jesus said to him, Have I been with you all this time, Philip, and you still do not know me? Whoever has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, Show us the Father? Do you not believe that I am in the Father and the Father is in me? The words that I say to you, I do not speak on my own, but the Father who dwells in me does his works. Believe me that I am in the Father, and the Father is in me, but if you do not, then believe me because of the works themselves. Very truly, I tell you, the one who believes in me will also do the works that I do, and, in fact, will do greater works than these, because I am going to the Father. I will do whatever you ask in my name, so that the Father may be glorified in the Son." If in my name you ask me for anything, I will do it. If you love me, you will keep my commandments. And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to be with you forever. This is the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him. You know him because he abides with you, and he will be in you. I will not leave you orphaned. I am coming to you. In a little while, the world will no longer see me, but you will see me. Because I live, you also will live. On that day, you will know that I am in my Father, and you in me, and I in you. They who have my commandments and keep them are those who love me. And those who love me will be loved by my Father, and I will love them and reveal myself to them. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Today's reading set me down many paths. And it was hard to narrow down just one. Do we look at those opening words and hold to not letting our hearts be troubled? Do I focus on where Jesus was going? Do I dwell on the place he would prepare? Should I focus on being called to do the works because even if one doesn't believe in the word, they can believe in the works? Should I focus on keeping the commandments? But one term floating around in today's reading kept drawing me back. Truth. And it seemed that this idea was one that was important at the moment. Christ says that he is the way, the truth, and the life. That the spirit of truth would be with us. So I figured I might begin with some uncomfortable truth that I felt must be said, even if just to make sure that I have said it at some point. 
Now I'm going to open up with something here. I don't mean for this to be a scare tactic, and I'm not looking for shock value with anything I'm about to say. I'm simply going to speak some truth. When I was updating these figures on Thursday evening, the United States was projected to have over 90,000 deaths by Sunday, May 17th. There had already been 86,000 confirmed deaths from the coronavirus by the end of the day on Thursday. I was struggling to figure out a way to make those numbers relatable because in my head I couldn't quite process it, what it would look like. Then I decided to compare a few figures that I thought might help us to understand. I found where I could relate 86,000. I looked at the population of Cumberland County, Coles County, Jasper County, and Clark County. I looked at the population of those four. Just over 86,000 people live in those four counties. The gravity of the concept sunk deep in the pit of my stomach. The truth of that number pierced me right through. In the U.S., we have lost the equivalent to losing every single person in those four counties in just under four months. This heart-wrenching truth was something that I couldn't let go of as I thought about all the words that I have heard about this situation. Claims that it was blown out of proportion, that it isn't a big deal, that it is a conspiracy, that we just need to open up businesses and that we'll just have to deal with the number of dead. And all I could think about was wiping those four counties off the map and saying that they didn't matter. My heart is heavy just thinking about it. I looked over to the projections. I had to stop. Because it added another 30,000 lives lost by mid-June. I know that we like to think about it happening somewhere else, but not here. But I know that in Coles County, at least 17 new cases were announced this week, if not more by this time. It is here. So what is it I wanted to convey with this information? What does it have to do with today's scripture reading? Well, first off is the simple truth of the matter. This is a serious problem that requires us to do something right now. That something is staying at home. That something is wearing a mask in public. That something is social distancing. That something is knowing that our actions save lives. That is the truth of the matter. I mention it because we may not be able to meet together in person again until late this summer, if not later. I feel that I need to make that clear. 
Do I want us to come back together in the church building? Singing? Embracing? Yes. Desperately I do. When it is safe. Because I cannot justify putting you at risk. Because I love you all too much for that. And I started to think about Christ's words from John. Just before his betrayal. Just before he is to be handed over to be beaten and killed. He spoke of the future. About leaving those around him with the truth. He spoke about love. He spoke about togetherness even though he knew he would be apart. He spoke of comfort knowing the distress that was about to come. I have spent Easter talking about how we cope with this pandemic day by day because it is our reality right now. It is the truth that is around us. It is the trouble that knocks at our door. And it is the opportunity for us to face the truth and to do the work that God has called us to do. Christ said that he is the truth, the way, and the life. Jesus says that the believer will do his works and in fact will do greater works. Jesus said that if his followers loved him, they would keep his commandments that the spirit of truth would come, that we wouldn't be left alone because if Christ lives, we live also. I started to mull these things over in my head. Jesus said what the most important commandments were. Love God with everything you have and everything you are. Love your neighbor as yourself. I couldn't help but think about what it would mean to love my neighbor in this difficult time. Don't put them in harm's way. Don't do anything that would jeopardize the health of others. Don't push to have everything go back to normal just for the sake of being normal. For the sake of money. For the sake of jobs. Jobs can be replaced. When we draw together to weather the storm, we can make it through. Jobs can be replaced. Lives cannot. Have faith that God will help us through, but don't put God to the test by demanding a miracle. Have faith that God will help us through this difficult time by strengthening us and guiding us and leading us down this strange new path that we are on. Philip voiced the worry of the group, wanting some sort of sign, something big to show it would be fine. Show us the Father, he says. Saying that will satisfy them. But they didn't understand that Jesus had already shown them. Know the Son and you know the Father. Know the truth and you know the way. Know the way and you'll know the life. Know the Spirit and know the truth. Do the work and glorify the Father. Glorifying the Father glorifies the Son. You ever really think about that? On that day, you will know that I am in my Father, and you in me, and I in you. Those who have my commandments and keep them are those who love me. There is this great idea of oneness that comes through in this. This great truth that Christ is trying to tell. The Father is in the Son. The Son is in the Father. The Spirit is of the Father. The Son is in you. 
and you in him. The Father is in you and you in him. The Spirit is in you and you in the Spirit, bound together in love. If I were to paraphrase it, we are all in this together and love will see us through. Sometimes I think we get caught up in concepts to the point that we miss those basic ideas. We get caught up that Christ being the truth in the way is about belief in what we declare in creeds and faith statements. The truth I have come to understand is that if your hands show the love of God, then your hands have set a thousand creeds over. If your words of kindness and mercy reach the heart of another, your faith statement is in that love. Christ tells us that the one who believes in him will do his works, that the one who loves him will keep his commandments, and that what was and what was it that Christ commanded us to do? To feed the hungry, to clothe the naked, to visit the prisoner, to give hope to the hopeless, to give freedom to those who were oppressed, to speak truth to power and give light to darkness, to fight back against greed that keeps us from loving each other the way we should, to keep us from believing convenient lies when they help us to rest easy. That we are called to remember that where we go, Christ goes with us. Where we speak love, God's love is there. Where we act for justice, God's justice will come. When we act to save the lives of others, even when, especially when, it means that we sacrifice something of our own for the good of others. That Christ is there to remind us that we are following in His way. What little cost it might be for a time that we stay apart, but what great good it does when we can save lives. Because though we often talk of saving souls, we save the souls of the living by loving the living. By showing the love of Christ in all that we do. Not just on Sunday. Not just at church. Because you are the church. Wherever you go, you carry the way, the truth, and the life within you. That's the truth of the matter. If Christ is in you and you in Christ, if you share in the crucifixion and you share in the resurrection, if you share in the Father and you share in the Spirit, then those things are in what you say and what you do. Which brings me back around to some of the truth I was speaking earlier. Those terrible numbers I mentioned. They could be much higher. I shudder and say a prayer whenever I think about them. But I do not do it in fear. My heart is troubled by the sorrow I have when I think about those numbers. I worry about what I can do to help keep others safe. Contrary to many of the silly things going around right now, I am not taking the pandemic seriously because I fear it. I take it seriously because of great 
love. Because I cannot imagine hearing all those things and thinking that those lives don't matter. I take it seriously because Christ told us to love others as ourselves and I know I would want others looking out for me. So I look out for others, not in fear, but in dedication. The truth is that I am not driven by fear. I am driven by hope. Hope that with God's help we will get through this dark time. Which means we keep moving forward. It might be a few months before we are fully gathered together again in the church buildings. So be it. If that is one of the sacrifices we make in order to make sure that we live Christ's commandments to us, then let us bear that gladly in our hearts. Let us use it to proclaim God's glory and God's love. Let us embrace that we do it so that we continue to know the way, the truth, and the life. Let that truth set us free. Free to know that we are still worshiping, that we are still praying, that we are still following the Savior that suffered and died, that we would know we are loved and rose, that we would know life. Let us not simply have our belief be something that we speak of, but let it be something that we live each and every day. Not in fear, but in hope. Hope that if Christ is in us and we in Him, that nothing will ever really separate us and nothing can ever truly stand in our way. No matter where we worship, we worship together. No matter where we pray, God hears it. No matter where we love, we love with hearts filled by Christ's love for us. And we find the way forward in truth, day by day. Amen.